Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Our American Stories. And every once in a while, we just tell great stories about ordinary Americans doing extraordinary things. A mass shooting took place on November 7, 2018, in Thousand Oaks, California, at the Borderline Bar and Grill, a country western bar frequented by college students. Thirteen people were killed. Tyler Spady was one of the roughly 250 patrons there on that fateful night. Here he is to share his story of survival and hope. The week before the shooting, um, it just gives kind of a story to what Borderline was. Um, 
was a Halloween night where everyone goes and uh, dresses up and you have costume contests. And uh, that night I went as the uh, little boy and up in a full um, Boy Scout uniform that I borrowed from my neighbor and my buddy uh, Jesse went as Donald Trump and the whole uh, the whole place was full of people in costumes and my dad was in attendance and my sister was in attendance and everyone was uh, hanging out playing uh, playing pool uh, creating friendships line dancing and having uh, a good time like you usually do at this place and it, it wasn't just a, a bar many people when you think about it in the news just think about it like that but it was an 18 plus place where people would go to socialize in the college years. It was a really uh, amazing place where uh, I would been going since I was 18 years old, so five years prior to this happening, and knew just about every every person who regularly went there, and especially my friend group of about 20 people that uh, would go regularly and play pool and. Uh, do the things that college students do (laughs) but um saying that this even happened in this place you know ventura county is one of the safest counties in the country according to the fbi and my dad knowing these things this was a safe place where he could trust his daughter and his son to go when we were 18 and it was clean safe fun where you're never gonna get in a bad situation and I mean, he had prepared us for something like this. We all had bulletproof plates that he had bought us from a place called Defender Body Armor in Camarillo. So going into that night, it was like any other night. We, me and my buddy John was uh, moving to Texas to become a firefighter. So he had come over to the house and we were going to go out and see him off and my sister who was in montana a few days prior on her way home from the airport was in a uh, car accident so she wasn't able to attend but it was an off night because the previous week was halloween so people were kind of burnt out from it and they didn't want to go so we weren't able to get any any uh, of the people that usually come i I'm thankful to God every day that Ashley wasn't able to come because I don't know what the outcome would have been having my sister there if I would have made it or if she would have. So I'm very thankful that 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 happened. And it kind of gives perspective on this whole thing that every single thing in your life happens for a reason. And it's a good life outcome that I've taken from it. So we got there and saw my friends that that I'd grown up with my whole life in in a out front so we kind of joined groups and went in together a group of about 15 people and started the night and it was a good night like any other we got there about 10 15 and started hanging out with everyone and taking pictures and dancing line dancing and socializing and creating friendships and uh then about 11 20 my ex-girlfriend who I hadn't talked to in a couple months asked me if I wanted to, to swing dance. So I went out and did a couple swing dances and went to the went to the side and just kind of looked across the, the dance floor. And it was a, a feeling like this was the best life could get for a, for a young kid. And 
then I texted my friends and they said that they were near the bar. So I took a few steps toward the bar and then I heard the first shots. And I immediately knew what it was. I knew it was a gun, but it was like you're in a gun range without a, any ear protection on with uh, it reverberating through the room. And I thought it may have been a dispute between two people. And I turned to my left and there was a guy all in black. And he had just uh, shot someone in the front and then started shooting toward the bar uh, where my friends were. And I didn't really feel any emotions. I just was in shock that this was happening and it wasn't, you could tell it wasn't a planned thing where he was coming in to kill someone. He was coming in to kill as many people as he could. Then he turned the, the gun toward the area I was in and started shooting. And I immediately dropped to the floor and went toward the wall um, near the dance floor that is out of vision of the front upper level and placed my back against that. And then I remember not feeling safe there because if he went down, you could see me. So I jumped over the wall onto a few tables and went under the tables onto push some chairs out of the way, some bar stools. And then there was a a pause it felt like it felt like I was in there for 20 minutes and in actuality I was probably in there for t two minutes or or so and he when there was this pause someone said run and it's it was like immediately every single person in the bar who didn't know what to do uh, based on those words started moving so I got up and started moving toward the direction everyone was running in and you've been listening to Tyler Spady tell the story of what happened in a country and western bar not far from his home in Thousand Oaks, California, and at the Borderline Bar and Grill. And we all saw the story in the news, and we've seen stories in the news like this before. And when we come back, we're going to hear more from Tyler Spady and what happened on that night and beyond. This is Our American Stories. Folks, if you love the great American stories we tell and love America like we do, we're asking you to become a part of the Our American Stories family. If you agree that America is a good and great country, please make a donation. A monthly gift of $17.76 is fast becoming a favorite option for supporters. Go to OurAmericanStories.com now and go to the Donate button and help us keep the great American stories coming. That's OurAmericanStories.com. And we return to our American stories and Tyler Spady's story. We're talking about the mass shooting that occurred in Thousand Oaks, California, at the Borderline Bar and Grill, where 13 people were killed in an instant, practically. And Tyler was there. There was a pause in gunfire, so someone in the Borderline Bar and Grill yelled, Run! As Tyler recalled, quote, With those words, everyone started moving. And that included Tyler himself. Here again is Tyler Spade. Everyone was running toward the kitchen. I didn't know 
whether he was behind me or not. So I looked over my shoulder. And when I turned around, someone had put down the waiter um, door and I hit my face into that and fell under it and started crawling and everyone was shoving and pushing, trying to get through the small door, uh, trampling over each other. And uh, people are basically swimming over over each other. And it was a really claustrophobic moment of terror. And you could hear the bullets whizzing over and hitting the walls as we were moving out. And I got up and started running, uh, running through the kitchen in a haze. I got to the back of the bar where there's a loading dock and jumped off that and fell over onto the ground and then recovered from that. And there's a group of about 40 of the people that were with me running to the hill nearby. And I started running up that, but I didn't feel safe in that moment. So I told uh, everyone on the hill to run to the neighborhood nearby. And a girl came with me and I helped her over the fence and we went to every door in the neighborhood nearby and started knocking on the doors trying to get into houses. Eventually we were able to get inside and when you when I finally did get inside it was no longer the fight or flight where I was just trying to live. I was able to feel safe so I just laid against the wall and started uh, crying and received calls and called my my family to tell them that I was okay and it was it's interesting looking back I can feel how I felt that night I I don't dwell on it that that often or think about it because I don't think it's beneficial for me to do so and I've kind of moved past it but I can definitely feel those uh emotions and the family I'll be forever grateful for um them letting me into that home because they were really kind to me and embraced me and really helped me. Shortly after this, my friend John called me and said he was all right. And they had jumped out the window and he had a similar situation of swimming over people. And so I got in the car with his mom came and picked me up. And I'd known this guy since middle school. And I was just glad that, that he was okay. And we drove home and it was a quiet but really sad ride home where you're just trying to take in what you just witnessed. When I did finally get home, I can remember the the best feeling that I've ever had in my life was hugging my mom and my sisters and falling to my knees upstairs and just letting every single emotion I had out and for about 10 minutes laying on the ground. After this, we turned on the news and it further became real we were all in shock everyone in the room my neighbors of 15 years came came over to the house and embraced me and they were also regulars at this place when i got home my mom said that i had blood splattered on my on my face but i didn't have any cuts so i went and cried while I washed myself off and went back to the room to see everyone and I can't I can't express the feelings that I had it was just other than disbelief and terror but a terror in a sense that you can't get a thought together there is nothing but the absence of feeling 
one of my friends actually that night who had, we had seen there was not allowed in because of some reasons. And so him and his girlfriend had gone home and that's just another thing, another moment of God, I think, uh, interjecting into, into this and everything happens for a reason. So those people were spared, uh, the trauma as well and uh, potentially more than that. In the days following, you slowly get information about friends and people you know who have been, um, were killed in this event. And uh, me and my sister, my sister was uh, best friends with um, one of the people, uh, one of their sisters that had, uh, had passed. And when we got that news, um, uh, we just both weeped in her room. That was a terrible moment for for me and her. But this family that formed out of that and was there before uh, will always have a special place in my heart and are considered family to me. I'll never lose the connections that I've made that night from all these these individuals. Few, a few days later, after the event, um, when we were doing different events with everyone and coming together to feel this as a group, Donald Trump flew into the town and visited with a few of the families who had lost certain individuals and showed nothing but love and admiration for everyone involved. That was a really inc- incredible uh, experience to meet a president and for him to do that for us. One of the things that that I take away from this, I mean, there's a, a verse, there's no greater love than to give your life for a friend. And many individuals that night uh, had done that, that act. And forever, I'll be grateful to those people. Uh, after this all happened, um, it was just months of recovering from the trauma and I tried to put myself in it as much as possible to sit on it now and let it go in my past later. So I tried to get, uh, be, be around people around me that were also involved in it. And because I'd be, I was actually going to Montana. So I set this date, it was, uh, January 8th that I was going to Montana, Montana, and this happened on on November 7th. The day I was going to leave to go to Montana, I went to the to the bar to see uh, see it one last time and um, say goodbye and leave it in the past. So I got on the plane and went to Montana, and I lived in Montana where I was born and got to move past that moment and change my scenery. Then I came back for the one year anniversary and felt it again with the individuals that were with me. With all the people there, I was able to heal more, but also see the, see the good in every moment. The, f- the family that is borderline that had come together was was there to comfort everyone who was still hurting and to 
move past it as a maybe more than borderline of a thousand oaks family a ventura county family all these people that are connected in this close knit close uh, knit community and what a voice you've been listening to tyler spady tell the story of not merely a mass shooting episode that took the lives of 13 young people but changed the town he lived in but not just for the worse in many ways as he put it for the better Evil can come knocking, and it will. But how a town copes with that, how it comes together and rises above it, it, it takes the measure of the town. It can do it, the same thing it can do to a marriage. Someone loses a kid and that marriage isn't strong. Well, it has two ways to go. It gets stronger or it breaks apart. And how we deal with tragedy and trauma. We talk a lot about these things here on the show. The story of Tyler Spady, indeed the story of a town, Thousand Oaks, A beautiful story in the end, a sad one too. Tyler Spadey's here on Our American Stories. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. And we continue with our American stories. And as you know, we love telling immigrant stories, stories about folks who came here to get their piece of the American dream. And today, our own Joey Cortez brings us a story of an immigrant who would make his mark on the American advertising industry. Here's Joey. Mark Barrios lives in Colorado, and he designed the arts for a product all of us know and many of us love. But before he became a successful commercial artist, his journey began somewhere far warmer than the Colorado Rockies. Here's Mark. I was born in 1944 in Havana, Cuba, way before the revolution. My parents were divorced at an early age, but life in Cuba was like a regular teenage kid. I mean, we were raised in a middle class. I was able to go to a, a private school. We spent the time somewhere in the beach, and. Um, to, to me, it was kind of paradise. And then I was 14 years old when Castro took power, and that's basically when my life completely changed. Within weeks, he started nationalizing the industry, like the, the electrical industry, the sugar. After my grandfather had passed, he had left my grandmother like a total of six houses and she lived in one and she was renting the other five. Well, right away they confiscated those five houses and they said, well, we're gonna, we're gonna keep giving you the rent that you're collecting from the houses, but those houses now belong to the state. So I was not gonna inherit the houses, my mother and my uncle, those houses were taken by the state. A lot of the uh, my books were burned in some of the major streets uh, and they were introducing new books into the school system. My school was uh, confiscated and turned into a Friends of the Soviet Revolution. In every city block, they will have a committee of the revolution. So if you did, if you were to school, if you did the daily affair, they knew what you were doing. But let's say that you wanted to go and spend two days in, like we used to do, spend some days in the beach, you will have to let them know. They, have, they needed to know where you're gonna be every single day of the week. And that's the way to control the people. Obviously, the freedom of the press, that right away, that's one of the first things that they took down. They took out um, freedom of religion. I mean, my God, they, all the, they confiscated the private schools, especially those belong to the Catholic Church or any, any religious group, like the one that I was. Uh, attending to. 
I mean, all our freedoms got taken away. They took away our guns in, in the, for the sake of the revolution. They took away your guns. Sins that you take for granted are taken away. And then they will put people in the firing squad just for disagreeing with the, with the, uh, with the revolution. Some people were put in the firing squad because they were trying to conspire against the, the, the but that's no reason to put them in the firing squad. They got, they got rid of all of them. And, and Che Guevara, which not, it wasn't even a Cuban, and then here they, this guy, he was the, you know, of all the criminals in Cuba, he was probably the worst one. Originally, when Che was brought in, he was brought in as the treasurer of the country. After that, then he took over the tribunal to start processing the people that they have caught. And uh, that's when since got out of hand. He wanted to get rid of anybody that disagreed with, in any way with the government. There was no, you know, they were not taking anybody, leaving anybody alive. If, if they disagree, if they can prove, or not even prove, if they had a hint that you were anti, uh, anti-government, uh, they would, you could end up in that firing squad. But they think that into the thousands and thousands I were killed by Che. As a matter of fact, I think the only reason that Che Guevara left Cuba, I don't know, the, I don't know really obviously what happened. I think Castro finally said, hey, go someplace else because you're really, you know, if you continue in this path, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna kill the revolution. And that only, that only has to do, and then take everything away, whether you have a house or you had a business, and then you put people in charge that were brought, people that were not qualified to, um, to run those businesses, so they took the whole economy, was, the, the economy collapsed. It didn't make any difference whether Russia was buying the sugar from Cuba. It was basically a lot of the middle-class business owners started leaving Cuba, a million of them left, and then you start putting people that were not even trained or qualified to run the businesses, so the economy collapsed. Once the economy was collapsed, then they have full control. I mean, they relied on, on the government. They, they nationalized the banking industry, they nationalized the energy sector, the petroleum industry, and everything was controlled by the government. It's still controlled by the government. And, um, you know, you, 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 you make, in Cuba nowadays, you make more money as a as a taxi driver of one of the old American cars than you are as a as a doctor or, or as a professional. So, ah, man, those are very scary days back then, and and. Um, and I was kind of lucky when I was told to put when my when my uncle told me to, uh, to told my mother to uh, whatever it takes to get me out of there. It's because after the Bay of Pig, uh, sure enough, Castro the first scene after quenching the 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 invasion, he started grabbing all the uh, teenagers and uh, send them to what he called help the farmers, but it was really basically send them to concentration. Uh, camps to help with the with the sugar uh, to cut the sugar canes, but I, it was really basically um, a concentration camp to take them away from the families at least for a period of times. So yeah, it, it, those were very 
Sad, sad days. Arriving on a student visa, Mark and his mom managed to escape the sadness for a place of hope, the United States. He and his mother made Colorado their home. While maintaining a full-time job, Mark attended the University of Boulder as a full-time student. And although his mother and uncles who lived in the States wanted him to become an accountant, Mark had a different vision. He had a passion for art. My major was in fine art and anthropology, which, you know, I, I don't know how you either become a starving artist or, or, uh, or a, a, a teacher. So a friend of mine uh, told me about a school called the Colorado Institute of Art, which was more of a commercial art advertising. And that was really fascinating to me. I mean, what a way to communicate with people visually. So I, I started attending there. I found a job at the hospital, at a hospital working in the x-ray department from uh, Friday to, to Sunday, uh, 40 hours, so it was great. I didn't have a life, but at least I have a, a full-time job, but I was be able to, to go to school at the same time. So I graduated in 1966 uh, from the Colorado Institute of Art. And you're listening to the story of Mark Barrios and what a story he tells about Cuba. And we've had several other remarkable stories told about Cuba before Castro and then after. They took freedom of the press away, freedom of religion. They took away our guns, the things that you take for granted. They were all taken away. The economy collapsed, he noted, because all the middle-class business owners left and the people unqualified to run the businesses, handouts from the Castro government. Well, they ran them into the ground, and the economy got run into the ground. You noted that you could make more money as a cabbie than you could as a professional or a doctor. All the incentives of work and moving up were just taken away and stripped for the greater good, for the revolution. When we come back, more of Mark Barrios' story here on Our American Story. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. And we're back with Our American Stories and with Mark Barrios' story. Mark was born in Havana, Cuba, escaped the Castro regime, and moved to Colorado with his mom, where he graduated from the Colorado Institute of Art. Let's return to Mark with the rest of his story. After spending a couple of, um, spending about a year working for some smaller agency, I was approached by uh, Coors. They had an opening in their art department. So I, I took that, that job. I was all, also married at the time, a previous marriage. And uh, so I figured that that might be a more secure job to have at Coors. And then in 1975, Coors' biggest competitor, the Miller Brewing Company, took the industry by storm with their release of a light beer, Miller Lite. That changed the whole industry. Miller Lite started taking a lot of uh, shares away from uh, Coors. Coors already had a hot product, the Banquet Beer, which they marketed as America's finest light beer, not based on calories, but flavor. But with Miller Lite's success, some folks in the company began to question, maybe we should make an even lighter beer to compete. The management of the company, they felt that Miller Lite was going to be a fad, that light beer was not going to be around for, for a long time. Well, obviously they were wrong. But at the same time, the company had brought a, a new guy into the picture, one of the family's son, and that was uh, Peter Coors, and he was in charge of the marketing department at the time. So Peter took over and he felt that we needed to introduce a live, a live beer. Um, and I guess 
you're in the right time at the right place. Uh, they have created a light product before, but it was too close to our existing, the existing Coors Banquet. So basically, not only Miller Light was taking business away from Coors, then here we are, this new Coors Light package was so similar, and look was so similar, and advertising was so similar to the existing Coors that that brand was cannibalizing our own brand, our, 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 the banquet, the banquet brand. So I'm sitting one day in my um, desk during lunchtime, having my lunch. Uh, Peter approached me and he said, what do I thought of the, of the product? And I told him, basically, it's just too, it's just too, uh, too close to the original course. And, um, and I didn't care too much for it. So he told me, I would like you to start designing a new package. Well, uh, so I was pretty excited. And after my boss got back <laughs> that, after, that afternoon for lunch, I told him, I said, man, Peter was here. He was really asked me to design a new package. Well because he had designed the previous package he didn't want anything to do. But then he basically told me, no, I don't want you to, to do it. And I said, well, I cannot be in the middle. You're gonna have to, to make the story short, um, Peter came back and he basically told him, no, Mark is gonna design this. He's gonna work on this package. So I started working on it and one of the packages I was designing it was playing with the, using the silver, I thought that the like category, they, they were used both, both both Weiser and Miller was using the white, and to me it was too medicinal. So when I was playing around with the colors, I noticed that this the silver because it was really attracting, it was very clean, was very fresh, very contemporary. It reflects in these shells, so I ended up um, kind of pushing for that color as a background color and. The brand, you know, supported me on that. They, they took it to focus group, and they liked the product, but they didn't think it looked like beer. So, but anyway, Peter decided to roll with it, and because the other the other package was not doing any good, and obviously, the rest is history. Coors Live became uh, grew very rapidly. Uh, yeah, there was college kids that started calling the course uh, like the silver bullet, so what a better place. We were probably smart enough at the time to accept that phrase. It, you know, sometimes you spend years and years trying to develop a slogan. This one was created by the consumer. So course Light became the, the silver bullet. I was promoted to the head of the department. So basically I was in charge of all the advertising, all the uh, promotion, the point of sale, the packaging for the different brands. So little by little, I was be able to build an art department to a, a creative services department of uh, over 36 people, including, you know, uh, including creative directors, copywriters, art directors, production people, multimedia people. So we probably became one of the largest uh, in-house in creative services. I tell you what, if I, if I had to uh, give credit to somebody who changed my, that changed my life, basically, and in a very unexpected way, it was Peter. Mark went on to open his own business and landed promotional jobs with several blockbuster hits like Batman, Jurassic Park, Apollo 13, and Space Jam. He has truly lived the American dream. Even an immigrant with a thick Cuban accent can be successful 
in the American advertising industry. Sometimes you, you talk to an accent, people don't listen to you too well. And that's human nature. There's, I'm not throwing any, anything there ex other than human nature. So this visual thing I was be able to, to do was very, to me, became, it solved a problem. It solved a way for me to be able to, co to communicate visually. I'm creating a, a, a look and then there are people accepting them. I don't even have to talk to them one-on-one. -on -one. They're accepting me or a product of me, they don't even know me. I think that was done in Jurassic Park, it was done in, in, in Coors Light, obviously, very successful. So yes, every t when I go by, I mean, changes have taken place in Coors, some of them have been good. Believe it or not, I think they have done a very good job in protecting the essence of what my vision was. Now the package today is so much different than the package that was done in 1978. It's almost like day and night, but that essence, that feeling that crispness uh, that I envision is still there. Mark is now retired and married to a spouse he dearly loves. They have three children together who now, as adults, wish to further connect with their Cuban roots. At the end of 2019, Audrey and Alex and Christopher, my middle son, they said, hey dad, you know, they wanted to go to Cuba. I said, you guys should go to Cuba. I said, well, we're not going to Cuba without you because we want to, you know, we want to see our roots uh, and you have to come along. And I really didn't want to. I said, you know, I, I just don't want to go and be depressed by, because I've seen pictures of my high school, places I used to live, places I used to visit, you know, and I, I really wasn't, I, I don't want to go to that, to that place. But then I said to them, you know what, let's, Let's go ahead, I will do it. Just because of you guys, I will do it. So we were all excited, I started making the plan. At the last minute, my, my wife, um, mother, she's you know, 81 years old, she can't even hardly walk, she decided she wanted to come. And we felt that wasn't, you know, that wasn't really. So we're going back and forth about, because if we go to Cuba, she won't be able to move around, there's nobody there left. So we, and then suddenly COVID hit and, uh, we did cancel the trip because obviously I, uh, we were not going to go there. So that happened at the beginning of uh, at the beginning of two. That's we were scheduled to leave on March, uh, and that's when you know. As a matter of fact, we had uh, uh, plane tickets already, and and that's when COVID hit. So we never got to visit Cuba. So I still don't know if you know. I'm getting older, and I'm still in good, fairly good shape for being an old fart, but uh, I will do it for them. I won't do it for myself. I, I, I find myself very, very lucky that, uh, you know, that I was be able to come here with $5 in my pocket, a change of clothes, and, you know, have a wonderful, over time, have be able to, to raise a, a wonderful family and give that family the the freedom uh, to be living in this country because obviously if I would have had the family could have been the same family could have been in Cuba so at least the family here be able to have the freedom that uh, that they can that they have by living in this country and now I have a next generation family the grandkids are growing up and and be able to see them grow and it's just 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 very gratifying I know that you're interviewing me, but 
man, how many, oh my God, I have millions of uh, stories probably like mine. I, I'm only one of those stories in the naked city. I mean, I'm sure that there's, a, you know, and I, I think that's the beauty of a country like ours, man. It's just so many opportunities for anybody that have a passion that are willing to do things a little bit different. Um, opportunities are there. And my goodness, there's just so much here. And it's so beautiful. He comes to this country in the end with $5 in his pocket and a change of clothes. But as he put it best, he was given the gift by his mom of freedom. And he's passed that freedom gift along to his kids. Mark Barrios' story here on Our American Stories. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P.com.